The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Charles and Dom who are sick, I'm going to say. They're sick today. Uh, In their place is producer Lachlan pulling an episode from The Vault. And from The Vault today, we're going to pull a special episode of War Stories, which you can always go back and listen to. But in case you don't want to scroll up that far, we're pulling one out for you today. Uh, and the episode today is the one where none other than Craig Rucastle joins Charles and Dom to reminisce about uh, all of the times they used to catch up politicians, big politicians like prime ministers and prime minister candidates including, uh, as I look on the details of this episode, Mark Latham. Now, I I wasn't alive when all this was going on, but Mark Latham was a prime minister candidate? What the hell? Who let that happen? When I look at Mark Latham now, I see a guy who whose head could be sold as an air fryer and it would still work just as well. The fact that Mark Latham could have been prime minister, that's bad. So... If nothing, listen to this episode and feel ashamed of yourself for even almost letting that happen right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So did things ever go unexpectedly right other than, I guess we talked about the Wentworth Hotel and the way that you somehow emerged on yeah. the floor of the whole thing. I, I guess it's about, because so often we would prepare these things based on Things going wrong. So the apex stunt's a classic example of that. Mm. Like you know, the whole premise of it was that we're obviously not going to get through security. <laughs> yes. So Chaz is dressed as Osama bin Laden as a kind of comedic punchline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get like, something out. Get stopped, it. and he gets out and goes, "What do you mean? Well, how come I can't get in? I'm a world leader." Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. So, but you know, it went surprisingly well and got through, and you know, that can sometimes happen. But it's, it's funny how. You know, you'd prepare all these different steps to things and, you know, comedic things, but you often didn't really think about the second one because you think the first one's going to not work. <laughs> so there's an example of that where John Howard, the Prime Minister at the time, it was a campaign trail, and he'd been walking around, he'd gone for his morning walk in Melbourne, and he'd walked past the kind of uh, rowing shed where young people were fixing their, their, their rowing. What do you call rowing things? Like screwing skulls or skulls, boats or whatever. Fixing yeah. their skulls. Or oars? What are you? What are they no, yeah, well, they were just, just the boats. Yeah. The boats. Right. And they'd both gone, oh, John Howard or whatever. And they'd gone and they'd given him a big hug, right? Mm. And in the, the vision, it was there was no malice involved, but the guy's hugging the Prime Minister has got a screwdriver in his hand. <laughs> and it was pointed out at the time by people that 
Maybe the security, you know, that's not the greatest thing for security if your prime minister. Yeah, he's got federal police guards yeah, with federal him at all times, and him. they didn't miss the obvious stabbing weapon. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, and to be fair, to, to be fair to the federal police, they were pretty alert to you know the mm. kind of malice involved. But that led to us kind of doing a thing, going, you know, what weapons <laughs> what can could you, you hug take? the prime minister with? Yeah. <laughs> so we we discovered he was going to be in the Gold Coast, and it was great because. He was pretty attuned to us at that point. Like mm. he was, you know, he was pretty used to us turning up outside Kiribati House on his walk. Yes. But he wasn't necessarily used to seeing us elsewhere. So first up, I went out with a gigantic axe. When I say gigantic, like I just mean bigger than me, like about a seven foot yeah, It's like a kind of medieval st- yeah. staff thing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And so he's on his walk and going, oh, and so I walked out with this going, oh, Prime Minister, can I give a hug? Can I give a hug? And he's like, Oh, no, no. And then he actually did. He gave me a hug, right? So, he, you know, we've got the... <laughs> so he, he passed that test. He passed he, that yeah. test. Because it's always good when you have a structure like that, isn't it? Still, the, the screwdriver incident did expose holes in the PM security code. Yeah, absolutely. And if they call about screwdrivers, where do they draw the line? I mean, what other implements is it OK to carry when hugging the Prime Minister? <laughs> Yeah, well, this is it. So he's passed that. But then our follow-up one was a chainsaw. And again, <laughs> yes. not expecting the first one to have really worked. I hadn't really thought through the chainsaw much. We had done one thing, which in hindsight was very lucky, and we'd taken the chain off the chainsaw. Mm. But... The whole point was we're running. We're then running towards the prime minister trying to <laughs> with with change. change and if you're a federal a police, you've got to make quick decision well, about whether the, the prime minister is in danger. It's a great thing. It's, it's a great thing it's and a was it on? Like, was it? This is the point. Is that, yeah. uh, Brad Howe, the director, and I at the time are just basically running towards where the prime minister is having this long argument about whether or not we turn it on. Going. It'll be much better. It'll sound much better. And then you're going, but we can put it on in post. We don't have to have it on. It's going to be annoying. Why? Yeah, we shouldn't <laughs> yeah, put it yeah. on. You here. won't be able to hear. Yeah, you can be, it's really annoying anyway. So we just <laughs> get near and we, we go, ah, it's probably better. So I just go, rum. <laughs> as soon as the chainsaw went on, yeah. I've never seen more federal police just <laughs> converge immediately. And, and they were miles away. I didn't get near him for the second time. It's like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, he'll hug anyone. He's a tart, isn't he? He's a t- he gives good hug. I wanted another one after that. <laughs> well, his security miners know he loves a hug, and by the looks of that, I'm sure they'd let anything pass. Not, not quite anything. I'm just cutting some trees there. So the sound of a chainsaw, <laughs> not added in post, did not help. Yes, did not help in <laughs> but, any way. But, but how did they? Because they must have known who you were by then. They like, did, but I think they thought the chainsaw may be a step too far in the comedy. Yeah, and right. this is initially. This is yeah. initially they initially they. But who made them the comedy police? <laughs> but it's quite funny because they they had figured us out. It got to the point where it was almost like a ritual. And you'd go there in the morning and, and try and you want to shoot something. Or I remember being, being dressed as a sheep at one point. I can't remember why. but I think you were a rabbit, weren't you? I was you? a rabbit at one point and a sheep at another point. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, various different dress-ups. This and is the example of those things where you look back and go, 
<laughs> was the satirical premise? <laughs> it might have been rabbit. Anyway, the various. There were so many times in one election campaign that we were there, and um, yeah, and the federal police always had a recce person, probably sp- specifically looking for us. So it was always the same guy, and he always said, "Look, okay, I know you got to get your piece," and that was kind of good to hear. Like mm, you can have yeah, your piece, yeah. just don't make any sudden moves and nothing, <laughs> no projectiles. Well, and that's like, pretty broad. Like that's a pretty yeah. broad rule. Well, they were very good about it. And actually, to to be fair, in hindsight, you realise this was. Full credit to John Howland for this because he hated us. Uh, he did not engage with us. Mm. He just hated to engage with it. He didn't like it. Mm. It was only when he wanted to smash us in some way. Yeah, but mm. he had a he had a kind of old-fashioned perspective of, well, I'm a politician, this is my job, part of it is that dickheads are going to come up to me. So he would still do, you know, when the federal police would say, ah, oh, the chaser guys are out there, and one time I had a bus one time I had a DeLorean car and I was dressed as right. Doc. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was very hard to hide. When you well, let's just hear the clip of that because that's, that's really – that was actually exactly like the tragedy of John Howe's life was that you wanted him to go back in time to be able to retire gracefully <laughs> and he didn't do it. Let's hear a quick clip from that. He must be kicking himself that last year he didn't retire while he was still on top. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm sure if he could go back in time, he'd do things very differently. Mm. I mean, I reckon he'd almost certainly choose to retire if he could rewind the clock. Yeah, all he needs is a time machine. He mm. just thinks, you know, like that crazy doc guy from Back to the Future. Then he'd be fine. Let's go, Prime Minister. I brought the DeLorean. I've seen the future. We can go back in time. We can go back a year ago to a time when you could retire on top. Get in the DeLorean, we can go back. You can choose the end. All we need is nuclear power and it can go back in time. You've got nuclear power. Get in, Prime Minister. Seriously, this is the only opportunity. Or we can go back in time, get rid of work choices, and then you can win anyway. Come on, Prime Minister. Only the slice capacitor can save us now, Prime Minister. It'll change the history books. You love the history. Kids in year nine and ten learning about the Prime Minister that stood down at the right time. It's the only chance, Prime Minister. We'll go back to the future. We'll get the legacy. We'll fix it. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. And this is the thing, he knew you because you I just know. kept coming up to him all the time. Yeah, it's so great <laughs> to listen to the clips because it reminds you how lame it was. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Thanks visually, for that. like, visually for if you imagine that. a real – we found a real DeLorean. There was yeah, a nerd yeah. who had his own DeLorean. Yeah, it was great. he was very good. But but full credit to how that he would let them us go ahead with it and he would do the same walk. He wouldn't change his walk because we were there. But he was used to us being there. And it was interesting because there was one time I remember we got him, we started him somewhere else. And he didn't realise it was us, and he got really he got the shits with himself. So uh, it's very obscure. This is going to people. Are, what's this idea? This is how it was. Do you remember that at the time he got a lot of money from the guy that ran Manildra, like the Liberal Party, the big oh, donor yeah. was the guy that ran Manildra, which was a mm. ethanol company, right? And yeah, the whole that's thing, why it, to this day we have E10 petrol. We have yeah. ethanol in our petrol. Yeah. Was, well, that's that, Charles. That's one possible. Yeah, thing that affected the policy that yeah. may have it there. Yeah, he just donated money to make sure we didn't miss the very 
positive environmental benefits of E10 petrol. Because as, as everyone knows, John Howard was a fervent environmentalist. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way he was doing it anyway to support a liberal donor. Yeah. But he, we had this thing where we were going to give him an ethanol pop. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> that, like, that one really was the whole idea. One of the most remembered no, chases kept <laughs> <laughs> was an ethanol pop. It's really oh, good to really we love the to pun. <laughs> But, you know, the whole idea was uh, that they just wanted to put ethanol in everything. Mm. But I remember giving this to him. He was walking into some fundraiser and it was he wasn't used to it and that. And he took it off me. And then you saw him register a few beats later that it was me and that it was the chaser stunt. And he got the shits and he threw it on the bench. It was one of the few times I saw a kind of emotional reaction from him mm. about it. It was actually one of the very few. Well, normally he was just like, Play it straight. Don't react at all. But he got the shits that it was us. And he, re- he realised that, oh, damn, I shouldn't have taken that. I didn't realise it them. Wow. He was, hu- he was such a pro about it, wasn't he? He really just played it with an absolutely dead bat. Like, he just got nothing. And it's true. And, and you, you were there, Dom. The, the one time he did, <coughs> did talk to us was when he thought it would be politically advantageous to him, which is after the eulogy song had gone to air, which is kind of the whole idea of the song is only, you know, pricks turn into good guys after death. But right at the end of that song, there'd been a gag. And the gag was that essentially you wouldn't do this gag, which is going, Belinda Ram, and then that's, the song stopped. Everyone stopped Andrew Stopped, and you, Andrew's like the line you can't cross. You know, we wouldn't actually do that. Anyway, so he – there'd been a bit of a public outcry against us. So we were a bit of a prior at the time. So he thought this is great because I get to – you know. and then he's, he basically did. He was, we were doing some stunt with him and he turned it around and went, oh, you know – you guys are a lot funnier when you're not picking on dead people or whatever it was. And you're like, mm. yeah, he did pretty well. He, he burned us. He, he burned us. <laughs> you know, we know you need a cool rabbit out of your hat. Here's a few. Here's the Prime Minister. You play oh, a lot funnier when you pick on somebody who's alive. Oh, I'm a surprise. I think we were dressed at that time as rabbits. And I think <laughs> yeah. it was an incredibly dumb idea too. Yeah. So in many ways we were already burning. Yeah, no. <laughs> he just pissed on us. It wasn't a good look. <laughs> and, and strange thing was, I mean, I don't have... Did, the, that, the, did that make it to air? Like, did you... Yeah, well, we yeah. made it the news. He, the news cameras were the there. That's how they made it already. Yeah, and right. people were going, oh, he got the chase of good. But I don't generally use the word Mark Latham... Slick politi- political operator. Those are not concepts that go together nowadays. But he was actually the most effective politician, I think, at dealing with the chaser. Because what he would do when he was opposition leader, when we would go to Campbelltown or wherever, we went to his house once, drove drove there, and he was like, oh, the chaser's in Western Sydney. The ABC knows where Western Sydney... How did you find us? And it was... It was we could not use that footage because it was just too – he won. He kept winning. Yeah. When you say he was the breast, though, that was after the fact that he – the first interaction we had with him, he was drunk and smacked me in the head with a – Yeah, bat. no, he, he learnt. He, and he that, learnt. that was the one clip. Whenever people did profile pieces for Mark Latham losing control, and this happened often in the subsequent – we always got a request. Can we use that footage of Mark Latham yeah, hitting yeah, Craig yeah. with the with the phone back? And ironically, I think it was that Latham at the time – I think he did it because he thought – he knew the chaser. Like, he knew mm. chaser. We'd, we'd kind yeah. of gone into him before. And he didn't realise at that point we had a TV show. He thought it was a university he kind of sketch. Yeah, he yeah. thought he was just fucking around with us. And he was drunk, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah, and yet it was used as proof that he was a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, so when he beat up the taxi driver and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, no, and so – that was probably the thing we got the most royalties from over the years was that one <laughs> clip of him with the phone back. And <laughs> again, you, Mark that was, I think that was my idea. That was, again, a metaphor brought into the real world. It's a beat, beat up. up. Beat, beat up, up refugee. refugee. Yes. There you go. We're here at Parliament House to give the politicians an opportunity to do what they really love to do. 
Basha refugee. There are so many votes in it and it's really fun. We're just wondering if you wanted to get like 5 or 10% more, more votes in the next election. What do you reckon? You keen on that? Yeah, it'd be lovely. Well, what we have to do is give a refugee bash. That's the <laughs> secret to it, right? Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's easy. Look, look at this. I've got One Nation preferences already. Just a no, little right like that. that. Right oh, come that. on. No, no, no. Come on, you, what, you're going to get somebody else? Did the Prime Minister say only he could do it? Do you want to have a go? No, I don't. You I, don't? I wouldn't bash a refugee. It's a very un-Australian response of yours, isn't uh, it? No, I don't think so. Would you like a go? Actually, this good-looking fellow doesn't look like a Good-looking refugee? That's not going to get you up in the polls. Just bash a refugee. Look, oh, it's on. easy as anything. Yeah. And you can get 5 or 10% in the polls. What do you reckon? <laughs> look, give him a bash now, and we can change the laws later and make it so it's all right. You've got to take the opportunity. Yeah. Huh? Look at this. Here's a refugee. Here's something to bash him with. 10% in the polls. Just as easy as that. Come on, a swinging bat no, for a swinging no, seat. No. See? Easy as anything. And I do think that actually there are some people who regard what you're doing as funny, and I think that's very sad. There you go. Give him very a bash, clever. come on. Good on you. It's the Australian welcome. Good it on needs you, mate. to be welcome yeah. to this country. Come on, Mr. Baird. Look at him. He's invading our country. You just kind of come through like this, good leverage. Right. You give it a hard enough shot, we reckon you can get him to Nauru. Right. Come on. Okay, well, a bit of work from the back bench. Oh! <laughs> not me, I'm an Australian citizen. Fucking idiot. <laughs> That poor actor that played, he was a very good sport, the actor that played the refugee. Yeah, and the irony that it was there were so few refugees in the country at that time that he was Greek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I say refugee, he wasn't actually a refugee. Yeah. He was just uh, someone yeah, who we That was before. You'd get cancelled nowadays. <laughs> Not for the sketch, you'd just be like, but that has to be played autonomously by a real refugee. Took a role from a legitimate refugee actor, yeah, he did. Our gear is from Rode Microphones. We're part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll have another one of these for you tomorrow morning. Catch you then. See ya. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.